Blog Talk Radio. Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations, and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill, presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, why pain and suffering exist. Before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of Lucis Trust. The Lucis Trust sponsors this show, and also Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. Suffering comes as the lower self rebels. Control that lower self, eliminate desire, and all is joy. This sounds so mm-hmm. simple, but, but is it really, Sarah? It sounds too good to be true. <laughs> uh, it It is that simple because the greatest spiritual truths are essentially simple. Not easy, but simple. There's a difference. It's not easy, as we well know, to control the lower self. It's not easy to eliminate desire. We surely know that. Uh, We're, many of us, raging um, uh, combinations of molecules that all have a desire uh, roaring through them. But it's a simple truth because spiritual law comes down to to certain essential fundamentals. And this one is the law that desire governs suffering. There's a direct relation. And the elimination of desire, the letting go, eliminates the need, we could say, to suffer. It it, uh, vanquishes uh, resistance. The word rebel is interesting. This quote from Alice Bailey says, Suffering comes as the lower self rebels. We might not think when we're suffering, when we're feeling pain, that we're in a state of rebellion, but in fact we are. And I was thinking about it this morning as I was waiting for the subway to come. It came, and it was one of those trains where, I don't know why, but when they come into a a station and screech to a halt, the screeching on some of them is just ear-splitting. And this was one of those trains, and I, I could hear the screeching um, growing, growing, growing before it finally mercifully came to a stop. It's something that really, really hurts my ears. And I found myself 
resisting it. Your whole body tenses up and you think, this is going to hurt, oh, this is going to hurt. Yes, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. And then it stops and then you say, oh, I feel better now. And the whole <laughs> action is one of rebellion. You're, you're resisting and fighting against it. And I find that if I just relax and try to breathe and let that sound just wash over me, it's not as bad. It's still not pleasant, but it's not as bad. And I've heard people who have dealt with pain, really terrible pain, say that uh, relaxation can help somewhat in the um, overcoming of pain. You don't think your way out of it. You don't uh, uh, brainwash yourself into believing you don't feel pain. But there's some internal relaxation or acceptance that must take place that um, lessens the, the resistance to the pain. Yes, it's, this is hard to, to kind of get a handle on, I think, the understanding of the cause of pain and suffering and because it, it goes right to the heart of uh, our very existence on Earth. Uh, and it, it's it's deeper than we think because, uh, and, and especially in the human kingdom, because the human kingdom is unique among all the other kingdoms on earth in our response to pain and suffering. We seem to, uh, <clears throat> because of the sensitivity of the human human being, sensitive uh, mentally, sensitive emotionally, and physically more sensitive. Uh, we're more prone to pain uh, and suffering uh, because we are human, and it's it's a very uh, human thing to to feel suffering and pain. But uh, as you say, it is a resistance to uh, a resistance to letting go. And I was thinking, you you're listening to these screech of the subway train. That's the brakes <laughs> squealing, by the way. That. Uh, there is that old phrase that everybody <clears throat> throws around, says, go with the flow. Mm-hmm. And it's a way of, you know, you just simply relax, you know, it happens, there's not much you can do about it, and uh, maybe that will ease ease the pain of it. Well, um, yes, in um, natural childbirth, don't they learn breathing exercises and relaxation techniques? Uh, I speak as one who hasn't gone through that, but I think they can learn to manage the pain through relaxation, through... um, Well, I don't know of any other word than acceptance. And maybe that has broad implications for how human beings um, deal with suffering and pain. Acceptance that suffering and pain are part of life. And we spend so much time resisting the possibility of suffering and of feeling pain. We run away from it. We create all kinds of distractions and um, uh, diversions to keep us from really thinking about the fact that a lot of our life hurts and that life is, even uh, for the best of people, sometimes filled with pain and suffering. It isn't necessarily a judgment that you have failed or been bad or made a wrong choice. It's a part of life. And accepting it doesn't mean you don't try to overcome it, but maybe it's a view of uh, its inevitability. Well, it's inevitable because we are human. We are stuck, trapped or in, in this physical body, in this physical world, 
And we are very attached to this physical world around us and all the things that make us happy and all the things that make us sad. And uh, so we become very attached to it, the, the physical things, you know, the home and the family. And uh, when we lose those things, it causes pain and we, we tend to suffer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's because of the attachment that we have to these things that's the because of the pain. And so, as it says throughout the, the teachings in the Bailey books, that detachment from the uh, physical world and finding a release from the physical world is probably the only way we can overcome pain and suffering eventually. Yes, that was the essence of the Buddha's mm-hmm. message, that... Uh, uh, we should not cling to life. He spoke of uh, uh, the human tendency to cling to that which we desire, that which we think we want. And he said, give up clinging and you won't suffer. Detachment was the whole essence of liberation, he taught. It doesn't mean that you stop living, that you stop being engaged in life on earth. We're here for a purpose and we're meant to live, as Alice Bailey said, happily eliminate desire and all is joy but it's the clinging and the attachment that um, keep us really from being as happy as um, God intends us to be I think what I mean by that is a statement from Alice Bailey that um, says that pain is the guardian of form and the protector of substance that's so interesting pain is the guardian of form that relates to what you were saying because pain is that um, mechanism that um, looks out for the interests of the physical realm of matter, of substance. Pain alerts us when our body has an illness. Pain is a very useful mechanism in um, restoring health because it tells you that something's wrong and you should tend to it. It's the guardian of form and the protector of substance. But if you stop clinging to form, if you stop desiring form of any sort, that implies you wouldn't have pain. She said pain warns of danger, and it's connected to identification of the soul with substance. So the very act of our soul seeking birth in the world is the soul's decision to enter into the veil of pain by taking a body, a form, the soul uh, consents to suffer and the liberation from that form at the time of death is presumably the release from suffering right and that's the great uh, <laughs> well I was going to say the great value of death but yeah. uh, the great dis- um, uh, benefit that death brings is the release from this form at least temporarily for until the the next life is undertaken in the next incarnation and then the whole cycle starts all over again but uh, it it, it just points up to something even much deeper in the very life of God is experience the life of God experiences pain and suffering of course on a cosmic level and uh, this this whole earth is said to be the planet of pain and suffering so it's it's endemic in the very life we lead on planet earth and that's something we just can't escape 
and we have to learn to deal with it. So, uh, <clears throat> but it goes back that far. It goes back that deep, all the way to God and and even beyond, because it was God's decision to undergo the great sacrifice to uh, uh, incarnate through this planet. And in doing so, he set in motion this whole thing of pain and suffering. In fact, he earned a name among uh, his uh, companions on his high level of the divine rebel, because he liked it not the requirement to incarnate through the planet Earth. This is deeply esoteric teaching that people may or may not find um, believable, but I think it's worthy of pondering on because linked to that statement of our Earth being in a state of rebellion is the statement in the Ageless Wisdom that pain and sorrow and difficulty are not found throughout the universe, that only on our planet Earth and on the planets Mars and Saturn are found sorrow, difficulty, and pain. Now, who's going to prove that? Not you or I. <laughs> but it's interesting to think about that this is a condition unique to just a few planets in our solar system. The explanation of that is beyond any human being, but I can only assume it's purposeful that we are subjected to this condition of pain and suffering because something works out through the experience. I think we have to cling to the belief that there is meaning in pain and suffering and we can talk more about some of the uses of pain and suffering after the break. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight, our topic for today, Why Pain and Suffering Exist. We have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company. And that's the Alice Bailey book, Ponder on This. Ponder on This is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. And it contains extracts from a number of her books on pain. I especially like Ponder on This because it's a way of uh, familiarizing oneself with uh, uh, the overall uh, uh, viewpoint of the works of Alice Bailey. And all the topics are abridged, but um, abridged very nicely. So you really pick up the essence of each of the 24 books and the major themes that run through them. So it almost, if you plan on reading, reading further and in depth on the Alice Belly books, it gives you a uh, chance to develop an order of priority of which topics you'd like to approach first in greater depth. So once again, the title of the book that we're having a special on today is Ponder on This. It's available now for $19. The discount comes in the form of free shipping and handling if you mention that you heard about the offer on the show Inner Sight. Just write that down, that you heard about it on Inner Sight. What you need to do if you'd like to take advantage of the offer is send a check or money order, $19, to Lucis Publishing, Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's check or money, check or money order, $19 to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. <clears throat> to hear in the site programs again, you can order uh, cassettes. Uh, uh, they're a nominal fee. Just give us a call on our 800 number to find out more about uh, ordering cassettes. Uh, if you'd like other information, uh, or to contact for us for any reason. Most people want a general package of information. Uh, most commonly asked question uh, is, 
is is Lucifer's trust? Is it a religion? Well, no, it's not. It's a uh, uh, spiritual philosophy organization. I'm not even sure that organization is the right word, but um, but the commonality is that uh, people involved generally are all reading the Alice Bailey material, which they find quite intriguing. So if you would like a package of general information or cassette tapes, give us a call. Toll-free number is 1-866-695-8247. That's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. All of our InterSight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website also, so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program <coughs> will be. And also, before we end this uh, break, I'd like to just say that we appreciate your donations, large and small. We certainly see that as a uh, demonstration of your support for these radio shows, and that's what keeps us on the air. So please continue to send, send your tax-deductible uh, donations to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. I guess... Uh, Sarah, what you were saying earlier, and Dale was uh, uh, agreeing with you on that, is that uh, we incarnate. One would wonder why incarnate at all? Why leave the pleasant spiritual realm in order to take on uh, the human body and uh, human experience, take on earth, so to speak, and all the pain and suffering. Of course, there's a lot of joy that comes with it too, but all the pain and suffering that we'd just love to continue to avoid. If I had my choice, I think next time I'll stay in the spiritual world. I think, is it all maybe down to a learning experience that we go through? Is that why we do it? A lot of people say that's it. I'm not so sure. I mean, this is the big question of why we are here on Earth. So uh, anybody can answer it and nobody can answer it. But I wonder if, there's, this is something that's hard to put into words, but um, I think it's for the purpose of divinity, of deity, God, knowing himself in substance. In other words, the, the um, fusion of spirit and matter, which happens when life takes form, it's the incarnation of the spark of pure life of spirit, in matter of some sort, whether we're talking about a dog or a tree or a human being, is for the purpose of divinity to know itself in manifestation. God isn't just a man in a white beard on a cloud. God is present in every atom of substance, according to the ageless wisdom. And therefore, he seeks expression. Divinity seeks expression through every atom of substance. Why shouldn't it if it is divine in origin? The pain comes in the mishandling of substance, the misuse of matter. Look at the suffering that's being caused to the planet by the uh, lack of wisdom and the selfishness and greed with which particularly man has dealt with the environment. The environment, the world, the planet is just as divine as a human being is, but we have just used and plundered it too much. And there's suffering. Suffering comes when that substance is misused. Right, and all this this comes as a right of choices. 
mm-hmm. of human choices. I mean, we, we choose mm-hmm. to be greedy if we want to. We choose to ignore the uh, needs of the environment and the, the needs of our fellow human beings. And uh, so this, this comes down to choices and it creates a lot of pain and suffering. But this is apparently how we learn on planet Earth. It's a stage that we have to go through, and there are lessons that uh, come out of all of this. And it, it's, it's a, it seems to us to be a terrible way to <laughs> have to learn lessons <clears throat> through this uh, destruction, and not only destruction of physical forms and things, but the destruction of people and uh, lives. And, but... <clears throat> But it comes, uh, yeah, go ahead. It comes down to, to choices, and that I think you're touching on the duality yeah. of um, existence, which is where suffering comes in. We have to learn to distinguish between dualities. Um, who Some great thinker said eons ago, men learn by means of evil that good is best. We learn through choice, and often through old choice. Right, and I was just reading today, pain is the touchstone of progress, which is an interesting way of looking at it, because we go through these painful experiences, and uh, we learn not to do them again, Uh, and that's the way we progress. We we leave all of that painful experience behind, we choose another way, a better way, and uh, that better way eventually leads to more pain, but that's that's something else. I mean, uh, it, 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 uh, one once tried to avoid painful processes and painful steps that have taken in the past, and uh, this is the great lessons that we have to learn. There's another aspect to that duality that uh, governs pain, it's an essential duality that the human being is both a form, an appearance, or a personality, and a living soul. And the very fact that the soul incarnates in form sets up a duality, a struggle, until that soul, the consciousness aspect, the, the awareness of pure divinity, succeeds in totally gripping and directing its instrument, the individual personality, until that complete fusion happens, there is struggle. It's a struggle for dominance. Uh, Abraham Lincoln spoke of our better angels. Our better angels are our awareness of a better, higher way, but too often we listen to the little selfish personality that says, I don't care, I just want. I just want to do that, and I'm going to do it. And then it does it, and then it suffers. And it does it over and over and over for how many incarnations, we don't know, until it learns uh, by means of evil that good is best. The whole problem of sacrifice, which means to make sacred, not to suffer, but to make sacred, that's the true meaning of sacrifice, to make sacred until we learn to live our lives with the intention to make sacred our every action and choice, we will suffer. And this is a huge spiritual lesson because one of the very advanced initiations on the spiritual path is the fourth initiation, and it's one of 
real suffering. We think we have difficulties now, but the dark night of the soul, which St. John of the Cross, the Spanish mystic, spoke of, is far beyond most human beings lying in the future at the fourth initiation of renunciation. It goes by another name, crucifixion, and we know that hurts. Yeah, that was that was the great initiation that uh, Christ went through on the cross, mm-hmm. and he said, uh, "Utter sacrifice, Father. Why hast thou uh, abandoned me? Why hast thou uh, yes? Why hast thou abandoned uh, me? Abandoned me? He <laughs> yeah. felt totally. Yeah, totally he felt totally abandoned. abandoned. He, he was yeah. going through this horrendous experience where he had to let go of everything in his past." And in order to be absorbed, to move forward into the next uh, stage, which was uh, one of complete joy and bliss. And uh, it's it's also that this points up uh, another deep thing about pain, because it is something within us that keeps driving us forward and progressing and wanting to progress to better ourselves and that is uh, because of this deep-seated soul quality that we have that keeps driving us forward. And we begin to sense the soul, and that leads to a certain degree of frustration because we can't meet the demands of the soul that we sense. And it, it causes all kinds of frustration mm-hmm. and pain. Yes. And we can't live up to the to the vision that we see that the soul is giving us. Wasn't it St. Paul in one of the um, uh, Gospels that spoke about the good that I would do, I do not, and the bad that I would not do, that I do? That constant struggle. We know a better way, but we give in to the lower way, and we ask ourselves, why? Why do we do that? Well, we've had lifetimes after lifetime. We've had hundreds of lifetimes of giving in to the evil, to the to the bad, which was, you know, to the old way of of doing things. This doesn't just mean going out and uh, stealing a car or whatever. (laughs) It means giving in to the interests of the separated personality, which can make a very good case for itself. Right, and it's uh, it's experience that. we hang on to that experience and there's a, a certain amount of joy I suppose in, and uh, contentment perhaps in in following the, in the path of uh, our past especially if it's a very high grade personality with talents and brilliance and uh, uh, a purpose that it wants to fulfill but as long as it's all about me there is pain and suffering That that's, that's the whole key right there is you is if it's about me, mm-hmm. then there will be pain and suffering. My destiny, mm-hmm. my gift to the planet, my yeah. contribution to humanity, mm-hmm. it's all I, I, I. Mm-hmm. It sounds good. It makes a very good case for itself. But for liberation to happen, one must release, become released from that me. <laughs> Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Valley book, Ponder on This. Ponder on this is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. And it contains extracts from a number of her books on pain, our subject of today's discussion. It's available for $19, and uh, a discount comes in the form of free shipping and handling if you 
mention Inner Sight. So if you'd like to take a advantage of this offer, please send a check or money order, $19, to Lucis Publishing, Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.